Well, it looks like it's a new season, so we're gonna start real fresh. It's January something or other, and this is our first podcast of the year, the Blueberry Bliss Podcast. I am so excited to be your hostess, Blue Wyatt. It's gonna be a lot of things gonna be getting done this season, season three. Oh yeah, we changed the season. It's all new things. If you have not been to a blueberry pull, blueberry, I can never say that word. If you've not been yet to Blueberry Bliss Podcast, please welcome yourself, have a seat, get on a treadmill, lie down in bed, whatever you got to do, drive your car. This is going to be a joyous ride, a most memorous occasion, and we just might grow and expand our thinking and uh, maybe illuminate some mindset things, okay? Anything is possible. Let's go. I thought I'd start off this amazing season uh, with a special guest. She's going to chime in some question marks that we're going to address right here on the Blueberry Bliss Podcast. Oh, did I introduce myself? Hey, I'm your hostess, Blue Wyatt. Super excited. If I'm repeating myself right now, just ignore it. Just let it ride. Let it go. You're like, why didn't you edit that out, Blue? Well, golly gee, because I don't edit my podcast, I feel like just flow by the seat of the pants. We're going to learn something. We're going to grow. We're going to be authentic. We're going to be real. And I got to tell you, I'm not polished like sister so-and-so who does everything immaculately perfectly and that's just in her genes I don't know why she does it like that she's just fabulous and wonderful and I'm not comparing myself to her because I am a new creature in Christ I am different okay I'm different than you I'm different than your sis next door I'm different than that famous person that sings all the music people's things all the things So let me tell you what my sister, Amanda May, has expressed to me some concerns. No, not concerns. No, no. Some ideas, some thoughts. She has brought some things to my attention and said, Blue, with this new season, season three, why don't we just address some of the things that I'm facing with my clients? And she started naming off the clients and the issues and the problems and the concerns and the things. And what would you say to somebody like this and like this? And she had me so, I was entangled, not entangled in a bad way, but entangled in a good way in um, explosions of creativity coming out of my brain and out of my mouth. It was a lot of things. I was like, Amanda May, let's do this on the podcast. Let's talk all things living decorated. How do you live decorated concerning yourself, your life, your home, your car, your relationships, all the things. We're going to talk about everything. So if you would welcome to the podcast, Miss Amanda May Bernal from Peace by Peace Home Services in the San Antonio, Texas area. Yes, thank you so much for inviting me in to join you, Blue, for season three of Blueberry Bliss and Living Decorated. You're a self-proclaimed life decorator, and I love that really so much. So many of the elements um, of my work in my industry overlap with your work and what you're doing, and so I think it's just high time that we have... um, collaborated to, to, you know, commit 
to having these dialogues together for our audiences. So I know we've talked a lot offline, but I want to present to you this case study of one of my clients and have you really speak life and wisdom into this person's situation and circumstance in the realm of living decorated, which to me, definition, boils down to attitude and approach to life. So the case study, we're going to call this individual Sam for the sake of this conversation. And Sam is recently uh, divorced and his uh, former wife was really what I would describe as uh, a life decorator, also very um, organized and added elements of beauty. And this is a classy guy, so he desires that, but is struggling to achieve it on his own now. And so we've been, my, me, me, me and my team have been brought in to assist and try to speak um, into how to create systems for him uh, to help him achieve the organization aspect, which is what I do. But now for you to kind of like add, how does he live decorated? His design preference is mid-century modern. He's kind of bringing in those key pieces slowly. But how would you speak to this new, uh, you know, single, newly single dad and how he can um, kind of keep up with all of the things independent. So I'll leave that to you. What, do you, what would you say in this, this situation to Sam? Amanda, you're not going to believe this, but I just got done recording a whole 17-minute response to everything that you just said. And with one click of the button, it's gone. So we're not going to dwell on that. We're not going to cry. We're not going to cry, okay? Oh, freaking out right now. I'm like, the whole episode done. Yes, score, season three, episode one, Amanda, we did it. And now, here we are, recording the whole thing again. So, (laughs) Lord, help me to remember the good nuggets that I said and take out all the fluff. Man, maybe this is God's way of going, yeah, that wasn't good enough. Start again. Okay. Y'all, this is just proof that living decorated is not always squishy, gushy, blueberries and butterflies, glitter and glam. Sometimes it's messy and gross. And right now it's poopy fresh in my mind because I just want to cry at losing that whole entire episode. (laughs) Okay, it's fine. Let it go. Um, I do want to jump into and try to remember the words that I said about defining living decorated because y'all, that's how we're starting off this season three is really diving into this life motto that I believe God gave me 10, 11, 12 years ago about uh, decorating life, which Amanda put into words. And she said, Blue, it's, it's the attitude and approach to life. That was her words. And I'm like, wow, that's a really good summation of living decorated, the attitude and approach to life. She also said it's the perspective and placement or the tangible and intangible. Guys, we can make for ourselves a beautiful life, even in the hard things, even when we lose our episode, all the work. Maybe you press a button and you've lost 
all the work that you just did on that computer, the hours of agonizing work. Believe me, I've done it. I spent one whole month working on my Quicken files, getting my bank accounts updated. Everything was perfect. I've never done that in my life. I had it all done. My computer crashed. I lost everything. And in fact, I never went back. I was like, okay, I've obviously not meant to have my finances in order. (laughs) That was eight years ago. Anyway, focus on the positive, okay? That is one of the things that I choose with my attitude. I'm going to focus on Jesus. I'm going to focus on his love. I'm going to focus on the peace that passes all understanding. And I want to be very practical for this guy, Sam. Sam, man, I hear you, bro. ADHD, I get you. But nothing is impossible. So we're going to talk about Sam. We're going to, we're going to um, make a master list for this case study. And we're going to say, dude, what's your biggest point of pain? And uh, Amanda tells me it's his laundry and his paper. Well, bro, I get you with the paper. I absolutely, and I don't want to use the word hate because I use the word hate for sin. So I'm not going to use the word hate, but I dislike in a very strong way, like a magnitude of eight to 10 on the Richter scale of 10, right? Uh, paper. Paper gets in my, I don't even know. It's like I actually have a drawer that I just stuff all my paper in. And I wait for my sister, who is a professional organizer, to come and help me handle my paper because it overwhelms me. So decide what your level of <laughs> of able to handle these things. Oh, this is not going, Lord, please bring me words back. You guys, okay, it's not it's just shut up, blue. Stop it. It's done. You lost all your work. Get back on it. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. All right. If you're ADHD, I want to say this. We can do anything for a short time. We can do hard things for a short time. So set a timer. Okay. Do short bursts of work, short bursts of actionable items for your hot areas, your laundry. Yo, set a 30 minute timer. And by the way, involve the children. If you have children, involve them. Do not put this all on your shoulders and go, okay, kids, go play. No, with their age, you obviously have to take their age into account. If they're two, yeah, maybe they're not going to be like, hey, hang this up and go put this back in your closet, okay? Just go do that and put these things, okay. You just, with their age, you include the children, you involve them, you make it a game, make it fun, Like, even if it's not fun for you, make it fun. Pretend, act as if, just do it. (laughs) Set the timer. You can do this. Okay, we might not love laundry. Okay, but we love the results. The deal is if you use it, return it. All right? If you use your underwear and they get dirty and you put them in the clothes and then you wash them and they're in a basket, you're like, I'm so bothered by my underwear. No, put it back. Okay, you do not have to fold your laundry. Now, this is a bone of contention with some people. Some people are like, gasp, Blue, what did you say? You're a life decorator. How can you ever say such a thing? Well, it's because I have learned to live life in peace and with patience. I have two very different children. One of them loves to have his clothes folded as he should, as I have trained him. The other one, not so much. I would be like, oh my gosh, let's refold your clothes again. Let's refold, let's refold, let's fold. Let's organize your drawers. Oh Lord. Finally, one day it dawned on me. 
And maybe it was the spirit of the Lord. I don't know, but I had wisdom. And I all of a sudden said, you know what? Forget about folding. Neither of you have to fold your clothes. We're going to go through a season of just put them in the right drawers, your shirt drawer. Okay, socks and underwear do not go in this drawer. It's just shirts, bro. Just shorts in this drawer. Let's go. That is my minimum with my children. Just put them in the right drawer, okay? Pick your battles. If you move it, put it back. Things have a place. They have a belonging. Even if you need it to be a junk drawer. Yes, there I said it. Okay, we all have strengths. We all have weaknesses. One of my weaknesses is every single room in my home has at least one junk drawer. I have a cabinet right now that is big and amazing. And one of the cabinets is completely and totally organized with all of my linens. Every single other drawer or cabinet is in fact a junk habitation. Just throw it in there, deal with it later. I've been doing that for six months in this cabinet. Okay. And I'm okay with it because I'm choosing and picking my battles. Now I also make my bed every single morning because it brings me peace. When I walk into the room, I'm not disturbed by the junk drawer that's hidden. No, I'm disturbed by the mess on my bed. So my bed, no mess, no more. Lord, God, help me to remember all the points that I discussed without deleting the episode. Praise Jesus. All right, let's move along. Let's decide that everything in your home, you either must love or dude, you better use it. It better be useful. I might not love the spatula that I use every day. Okay, I don't cook. But anyway, my husband uses. I might not love that dish or that thing, but I use it every single day. If you don't love it, you don't use it, gut it, purge it, donate it, get it off the kitchen table, y'all. And while we're on the topic of kitchen table, let's make certain that the kitchen table is cleared off. Oh my gosh, you guys. Vertical, no, no, not vertical, pardon me. Horizontal surfaces, they love to catch things. They love to hold things. They love to display things. Oh my goodness. And sometimes my my surfaces, I'm looking at my dresser right now. Way too many things on that dresser. And I'm just calling out my own self because I ain't perfect. Yes, I'm a life decorator. Yes, I love things beautiful and always in their place. Am I beautiful and always in my place? No. Are my things in my home? One, two, three, four, five, six surfaces and out of the seven surfaces and out of the seven surfaces right in front of me, only two of those surfaces are tidy and neat. The rest of them, oh Lord, help me. If you could see my room right now, you'd be like, you are in no place and no position, lady, to give me advice. I promise you, there is a way to live decorated and to live in peace and to not have everything exactly perfect. So retrain your brain. Did I already say set a timer? Yes, I did. You can do anything for a short amount of time. So retrain your brain. The most important places are the ones that bring you the most pain and angst, okay? Your entryway, y'all. Make it clean and clear. You don't need shoes tripping you when you're walking in the house with your hands full of groceries and stuff. You need everything in your entry needs to be neat and tidy so when you walk in, there's already peace and order 
in this space. If you have a table that is a catch-all, you know what my sister does? She removes the table. She's like, no, put that table in the garage. You stop leaning on that table as you're everything and anything to be putting your stuff on. We're going to get that table out the way. And we're going to say, no, you're going to handle this area without a table. Another idea, horizontal surfaces. Use a tray that catches everything. Use a tray that catches your wallet or your keys or your glasses or your jewelry as you walk in the door. Maybe you have a spot that you need to... I have a tray that all my rings go on. I have another tray that my bracelets go on. And it has a little thing in the middle that holds the bracelets. Praise the Lord. I believe in hardworking furniture. I believe in high-functioning furniture. It might not just have a top. It might have drawers. It might have cabinets. You might have a wall that you have a beautiful piece of art on or you don't have anything on. You're like, what do I do with that wall? Get some cabinetry. Get some shelves. Use your vertical spaces for collecting beautiful things, for display, for organization, for putting things away. Think of everything in your home. I actually have a briefcase that's a vintage briefcase, and I don't use it as a briefcase. I actually use it for my swimsuits because I don't have enough drawers to contain everything. That is where if I want a swimsuit, I know I go to the briefcase. It seems silly, but it hides my things and it still looks beautiful sitting under my bench. Wow. See little tip for the little tip and trick for you. Um, y'all, we need to hide the ugly. Oh, this right now episode Season three, episode one, is probably the very most painful, yet probably and hopefully, in the name of Jesus, the most beautiful episode that we've ever done because we're being practical. We're putting some some, some tools in your hands, in your mind, in your heart where you can go, oh, yes, I remember what Blue said. I remember what Amanda May said. I need to hide the ugly in drawers, in cabinets. Now remember, you can always come back to that drawer. Maybe that's next week. Maybe that's tomorrow where you come back and you set a 20-minute timer for that one particular drawer. But in essence, what I'm saying is go through everything within your eyesight, your bed being made, the bench at the end of your table, Lord, I'm speaking to myself, being clean and clear, with this particular episode in mind, knowing that I was going to talk about this today, last night, I didn't set a timer because I'm not that kind of person. We're all different. You need to know who you are. You need to know what works for you. For me, it's not the timer. For me, it's the, the area of interest. Let me explain. The bench at the end of my bed, it collects everything. It contains, I mean, I throw everything there. It's the first place in my room to become messy because I throw everything on it. My purse, my laundry that's clean, never dirty. Dirty goes in the dirty laundry bin always. I'm never going to be confused ever in my home. I'm never confused about is this clean or is this dirty. Clothes do not reside on the floor in my home ever. Well, okay, except my children's bathroom. I do have to come in there and say, Literally, darling, the laundry bin is right here. Your dirty clothes right here. Explain to me the mental block that you have in putting the clothes in the rubbish bin. It's not a rubbish bin, Blue. It's a laundry bin. Okay, the laundry bin. Pardon me. 
Oh, Lord, I'm still working on my children. They are works in progress. Wait, I'm a work in progress. What am I talking about? The Lord's probably laughing at me going blue. I literally do not have it all together. However, I do work little bits here, little bits there, manageable bite sizes for my brain and also so I don't go into a full-blown crazy anxiety attack because I'm like, everything's a mess. No. I say, oh, my bench, I'm going to take 30 minutes before I go to bed and I'm going to put all my clothes away. I'm going to uh, tidy up my blankets. I'm going to fold them neatly and place them on the ends where they look like they're supposed to be. Okay, I prefer a neatly folded blanket as opposed to a perfectly displayed messy blanket that some people just get right all the time. I don't understand. I'm like, that blanket looks perfectly messy on the end of that bed. I'm like, no, I need to fold it long ways in three sections, place on the, that to me, my mind works better that way. You've got to know yourself, but you also have the opportunity to retrain your brain. Oh yeah. Purge it, donate it, gut it. Oh, oh, clean it off, put it away. If you move it, put it back. If you use it, return it. Let's go, let's go. Set a timer, do the thing. You can do this. I guarantee you can do anything, anything that you set your mind, you set your heart to for a short amount of time. And I guarantee you will love the results. Now, don't beat yourself up over the areas of your home that you haven't yet gotten to. Don't do that. No, you're adding stress. Just celebrate the little victories. Celebrate that drawer being tidied. Celebrate your bed being made. Celebrate all the junk off of the floor. Off of the floor. I'm saying that as I'm looking. I'm like, that pencil doesn't go there. Why is that on the floor? My shoes, okay, they're allowed to live on the floor. But only, by the way, if they are completely and totally out of the way. Yes, I'm allowing myself one to two pairs of shoes or maybe a pair of slippers on my floor in my visual space. However, they better be tucked away because I guarantee I'll go into you. If I'm tripping over some shoes, I'm probably allowing some words to come out of my mouth that are not honoring to God. Okay, so let's get the shoes out of the center of the room. I never understand that. Never, never, never. But God bless you. Lord, I just lift up this sweet Sam, we're going to call him Sam again, his son's name, but sweet Sam. And we're going to say, Lord, would you please allow him to have clear thoughts, to have a focused mind that for that small little period of time, he can buck up and he can say, all right, I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to set this timer and we're going to go for it. Okay. Maybe it's just your bedside table. I'm looking at mine right now and I'm like, okay, it's usually pretty neat and tidy, but I have a few things out of place. I can put this here. I can put this there. See, don't overwhelm yourself with, I have to get my entire room perfect before I can leave the house. Come on now. Come on now. Let's be realistic. Do little things at a time that you can celebrate the victories. Okay, you can do this. I know you can. God, would you please bless each person that listens to this podcast? Maybe you're going to put somebody on their mind that they need to share this with, that they need to start little bite-sized actionable items. Decide before you go to bed that you're going to make sure that room or that kitchen 
is tidy before you rest your head on the pillow. When you wake up, you're going to make that bed. You're going to leave your room the way you want to come home to it. I don't know why I have to sing this. Anyway, Lord, bless them with wisdom. Bless them with patience. Bless them with with total peace. Peace that passes all understanding according to Philippians 4, 6 through 8, I believe. Go look that up, Philippians 4. Oh, just read the whole thing. Lord, I pray that um, that they would not be anxious in anything, but in all things by prayer and supplication uh, with thanksgiving, that they would make their requests known to you. And then the peace that passes all understanding would guard their hearts and their minds in Christ Jesus. That is my prayer for sweet Sam and for any listeners on the other end of this line. And Lord, bless them. And if I miss something that I already said in the first try of my episode, Lord, it's all right. We are living decorated highly imperfectly. This is just proof. This episode, season three, episode one, where I've majorly mucked it up, Lord. (laughs) Deleting the entire episode and starting from scratch. Thank you, God, for your grace. Thank you for your provision. And even in all my imperfect right now, you are shining your light for your glory and for my good. I thank you so much that that speaks to someone today. God bless you. God loves you. God has a great plan for you. So get in line with his plans. His plans for you are good. Jeremiah 29, 11. I've left you with some little nuggets to look up, to soak in, to remind yourself of, and may God bless you, and may he keep you, and may his face shine upon you, and may he be gracious to you, and grant you his shalom peace. Bye-bye. Until next episode, live decorated from the inside out and all around.